Hey y'all, and welcome back to Give Me the Creeps with Abby and Daniela. Hello, hello. We're back with another spooky topic to discuss. We sure are. Just gonna jump right in. Today we're gonna do mirrors and how fucking spooky they are. Oh my goodness. I know that we've like touched on it in other episodes. Like a spooky story here or there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to get into it just a little bit more. Exciting. Yes. Very exciting. So here we go. Mirrors have had legends, lore, superstition, and myths tied to them for pretty much as long as they've been around. And probably the first strange mirror that we were all introduced to, I'm saying probably because Hmm. I know it was for me, but um, is the magical mirror in the story of Snow White. Yes. With magic mirror on the wall, who's the first one of all? That's exactly what I was thinking, that that was the first time I was like, oh. A magic mirror. Yes. And I know there's a debate between her saying, the evil queen saying, mirror, mirror. But apparently in the fairy tale stories, like the written versions, she says mirror, mirror. But in the Disney one, she says magic mirror. Mm, okay that that was like a mandela effect or something yes yes it was a really big mandela effect and i for the longest time thought it was mirror mirror yeah for real so yeah so that's most of us were introduced to creepy mirrors then the ancient romans believed that they reflected a person's soul and could bring great strife if they were misused Breaking a mirror brings seven years bad luck. I remember watching a Winnie the Pooh episode whenever they had like the show, whatever. And yes. that's when I learned the seven years bad luck thing because they say it in there. Oh, gee. I think, I think Pooh breaks the mirror and rabbits like seven years bad luck. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to watch that <laughs> show too. How adorable. I loved it. So, and indeed, many other cultures have various negative supernatural qualities attached to mirrors, such as that they can suck out one's soul, be forewarning of death, or offer glimpses into some other dimension. In feng shui, one's bed should never face a mirror. Did you know that? I think we went over it in a list before. And it's funny because I have one facing my mirror, my bed right now. And mirrors are not supposed to face each other, too. Oh, yeah. I have some in my bathroom. Right now, there's a fucking portal in there because of that. Yeah, they're just bouncing back and forth. They're just watching everyone (laughs) take a shit in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, And then there are the urban legends like Bloody Mary and etc. So from the earliest times, mirrors were often used as ritual objects in long dead religions. And dark mirrors were 
indispensable tools for scrying, which I think we've talked about before, but if nobody remembers, it's using certain surfaces, usually reflective ones, in order to get divine information from the spirit world. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Jeremy wants to do that, and I'm like, you're insane. That is pretty scary. It's a big responsibility. Yeah. So mirrors have a strange quality in that the self we see is us, but not quite us, like a reversed self. So it's not surprising they have long been associated with the otherworldly. And many have believed them to be portals to other worlds, other selves, other dimensions, or that evil spirits could use them as portals to our world and our homes. And it's perhaps this widespread belief that has led to the phenomena of haunted mirrors, uh, which have now become common around the world. And there are various different cultures that follow the superstition of covering mirrors at certain times, in particular after death, in order to prevent whatever's on the other side from peeking in or coming through or even to stop a soul from becoming trapped within the mysterious mirror world. And so mirrors are weird and they can definitely be spooky as hell. Mm. And there are instances throughout history of paranormal activity gravitating towards mirrors, which takes various forms. One of the most common types of experiences are figures, shadows, apparitions and entities other than the person in the room appearing in a mirror or sometimes even passing through that reminds me of the video that i sent you on tiktok or instagram oh yes the the girl you were like that's her friend (laughs) the freaking yeah the reflection in the tv yes that was terrifying Mm -hmm. cindy the tv's leaking We watched that the other day. I was screaming, crying, laughing. Dude, those things are fucking hilarious. They're just outrageous. I'm not usually into stupid movies, but the scary movie ones are just so funny. Yeah, those are probably the only ones I can tolerate. The one the one where they make fun of signs and the sheriff's yeah. hat keeps getting keeps bigger. Getting bigger. <laughs> That's literally the same, in the same one. It's Scary Movie 3. That was the Is first it? one I saw as a kid. Yeah. It's fucking that part. It for She's some reason cracks me up. Like it literally <laughs> just makes me die. But they're having a serious conversation too about his when his wife dies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time the camera pans back to her. And then the ridiculous fucking the food whenever they're at the crash site and the he's using the hot dog and the donut. Oh yes. Um, okay. There are many reports of this happening, such as in the case with one commenter named Destiny on the site, Cora, who says she's a spiritual advisor and explains one of her cases. Here we go. One of my cases, a young woman loved mirrors. She would go to yard sales, estate sales, uh, looking for unusual mirrors. One day she found an old, beautiful mirror from ceiling to floor. She had a sensation something was trying to get her attention until uh, until she said, looking at the mirror, show yourself to me and talk. This was obviously not something you want to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so her family started arguing. So after this, her family starts arguing, getting sick, and the pets do as well. Things start moving and disappearing, and that's when she contacted me. When I went in and found and found out through psychometry, psychometry, a form of a tool technique to communicate with spirits. I've never heard of that. Wow. We found out that the person who owned it was a very negative, vain person. When this person passed away, the mirror was sold to my client and the negative energy and spirit of this person was attached to the mirror. When my client said what she said to the mirror, she released the energy spirit into her home. The spirit fed off the negative energy, becoming stronger, which allowed it to become a poltergeist. I had to do a cleansing on the whole family, the pets, the home, and most of all, the trap the spirit within the mirror again through a technique. After the cleansing, the mirror was thrown away properly so it wouldn't be used ever again. Once that was done, the family, the pets, the home was back to normal and healthy again. Mm-mm. That's fucking crazy. Why would you say that to the mirror? Never, never. Jeez. Well, now I know not to say that because sometimes I go thrifting and there's some gorgeous mirrors that I have my eyes on. So yes. I'll remember to, to be aware of that. Now I don't even want to look. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so in another account, we allegedly have this have what seems to be some sort of shadow person or even a demon using a mirror as a portal. Mm. The witness was apparently in his bedroom one night, which featured a full-length mirror when he saw lurking within it a tall figure in black clothing and a Quaker hat. Oh my god, terrifying. Dude, stuff. all I could picture is the Quaker man on the Quaker Oats. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um smiling, standing there smiling yeah, like that. That's creepy in itself. Get funny. out. <laughs> and a Quaker hat, which supposedly stepped right out into the real world. Mm-hmm. The harrowing report says the being was wearing a long black coat cloak and a quaker hat he had glowing red eyes he floated along the floor oh my god why it's close to my bedtime (laughs) yeah i was about to say um he floated along the floor three inches above the ground no feet could be seen yet he was present in a totally physical three-dimensional form the man whom I was talking to about was fully awake. This was no dream. The being asked the man if he would like to join them. The being was meant to be the man's spirit guide for life. What? In return, the man would receive all of the material things that he could ever wish for. Fame as a movie star. Immense riches. Riches. (laughs) Of the girl of his dreams, everything that he had been programmed to desire. The being was not there to sell the man on the benefits. He was just stating what the deal was. The being with the Quaker hat used the mirror as a portal and... Hold on. 
Mayor Pepper. <laughs> Golly, I can't do a damn thing. Golly. <laughs> I was like, why can't I concentrate? Oh, there's speaking. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's so weird how sometimes you forget that there's even background noise because you're just so used to tuning it Dude, out. Seriously. <laughs> um. Okay, so basically she said she thinks it's a demon because that shit's not true. Like, he lied to the kid. He lied to the dude. Oh, God. Can you imagine? No. Just to get him to get into the mirror, he told him all that shit. Ew. Creepy. Yeah. In another report, the witness claimed to have suffered extremely vivid, morbidly terrifying dreams. And this seems to have all come to head when he realized just what the origin of the nightmares were and from where they were spewing from. According to him, these nightmares had started when he had moved into a house with plenty of mirrors in the bedroom and that besides glimpsing, oh my God, I'm going to scream. And that besides Mm -hmm. glimpsing shadow shapes moving around within them, he believed they were unleashing something negative into his life. He says, the nightmare started when we moved into a house with mirrors covering the closet in the master bedroom. The mirrors were an open portal to an another dimension i knew from feng shui that one should not have mirrors in the bedroom because it causes restless energy i realize now that mirrors do more than just increase the energy in a room they let in evil spirits we were renting and because the mirrors were on folding doors of the closet i could not work out how to cover them and did not realize at the time how important it was that i do so Then a year later, when we moved into another house, the one we were in at the time of writing, I hoped that the nightmares would stop. They did not. This time, while there were no mirrors in the bedroom, the idiots who designed the house did not put a door between the bedroom and the bathroom, just an open arch, which I liked at one time. Uh, Since we were renting, there wasn't much I thought I could do. Part of the large vanity mirror looked almost directly into the bedroom. And I ignored the part of my mind that told me it was important to do something about it. Once I realized that the bathroom mirror was letting something in that was causing my nightmares, I had two choices. Cover up the mirror or put Bible verses on it. Similar to the way... The mezuzahs, mezuzahs, okay, mm. similar to the way the mezuzahs protect doorways, mm. okay, but you just thought the nightmares, like, that doesn't, <laughs> all right, all right, um, I mean, I get it, I guess, but still, I mean, I, if you're going based off of feng shui, I can see how the it's just negative energy, yeah. restless energy. Um, another quite frightening account of a haunted mirror comes from uh, there's a website called Amino, but it's like a app. I don't even really know what it's for, but there's a community on there called Pagans and Witches. It's like a forum board, I guess. Oh, okay. 
So this story comes from there, from a witness who says that her sister had moved into a house that it had quite a lot of paranormal activity within. Shadowy apparitions, light bulbs exploding for no reason, disembodied footsteps, anomalous odors, all this and more. Okay, here we go. I'm going to do this. So my sister, let's call her Sally, was living in my grandparents' home after they had passed away. She had moved in as my father had inherited the house and nobody was currently living there. So she paid my dad rent while she stayed there. There had been previous tenants living there as my grandparents had passed away a long time ago and the tenants had left some of their stuff they didn't want in the attic before they had moved out and my sister had moved in. So Sally was living in the house for a few good years and she told me she noticed the occasional and the occasional strange ghost activity sally was used to ghosts they seemed to follow her wherever she went so she wasn't scared that is until the ghost started making direct contact with her (laughs) sally said it started off oh sally said it started off with her seeing shadows in her peripheral vision Mm-hmm. Or ball of white light near electrical appliances. Light bulbs would blow, and she spent a fortune replacing them, but they never lasted. At night, then, she started hearing footsteps in the hallway or the sound of furniture being dragged across the floor in the spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of that. Mm-hmm. No. Things got even creepier when she said she started to feel the presence of someone in her bedroom, and she told me that she could even hear what sounded like the labored breathing of a man. That is awful, dude. Have you seen that movie, The Others? Yes. That's what that reminds me of. Me too. Ew. That you can never see who it is, but you feel it. Like you just feel them around you. The noises. Mm -hmm. Um, Her her intuition told her that it was not the spirit of our grandfather. Mm -hmm. Things started to escalate when my father put the house on the market. My sister was due to move into the family home then with me and my parents. Oh, with me and my parents would buy a new house down the country. Uh, Lots of people were soon coming and going into my grandparents' house as my father arranged viewings. This seemed to make the spirit a lot more active. Sally would enter a room of the house and find it filled with a light smoke, the smell of cigarettes in the air. Another time, she was watching television when she heard a loud crash and saw out the corner of her eye her boots fly across the room. No. Oh, my God. No. Um, ooh. At night, Sally was never alone in her bedroom. Not only did she hear the labored breathing, but she had even felt a pinch on her butt once or um, twice upon entering the room. Not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. Too, you're being <laughs> violated by a ghost. Yeah, seriously. Jesus. So she felt eyes on her as she was undressing for bed. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a male voice would wake up, wake her up from her sleep by speaking her name. Mm-hmm. And one morning she woke up and heard something else. Scopata. See, there it is. No. Um, oh, to keep this PG friendly, I will say scopata is a certain swear word in Italian. (laughs) Okay, there you go. So when my sister looked it up online, she was very confused. I asked her why she hadn't cleansed the house yet. She told me she was worried about angering the spirit 
and that she was feeling a little less scared these days. As she said, one night she woke up and felt the duvet covers, mm, the duvet covers being pulled over her as if the spirit was gently tucking her into bed. Excuse me, that's still scary. Mm-mm. She said they had learned to coexist. Needless to say, my family thought she was crazy until she caught audio evidence of what she used to hear at night. Muffled voices, footsteps, breathing, and even whistling. The whistling! That would be terrifying. Dude, the whistling would kill me. No, seriously. So the time finally came for Sally to move out. She began by moving all her furniture into the family home. A lot of the furniture belonged to both my grandparents and the previous tenants. One of these was a big, beautiful oral... Oral. (laughs) 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 A big, beautiful oval mirror with a white flame. (laughs) Yes. So one day I was sitting in the living room when I heard a loud crash. Sally, who had already moved in, and I went into the hall. She had moved into the house with her sister so Mm. what happened i asked the mirror broke he said it just collapsed the mirror had fallen on its own whilst he was in the other room he said he took it outside and placed it in the trash then he came back in and asked sally if she wanted to keep the frame i found this too he said behind the glass pepper how are we gonna stay scared if you're speaking that thing (laughs) (laughs) she looks at me like i don't give a fuck what you do (laughs) So that sounds like a you problem. Yes, dude. That's literally how she looked at me. Like, that's how she's looking at me right now. She's mean. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, what happened? Oh, yes. I found this, too. He said, behind the glass. He handed her a piece of paper. It was a news article from 1985 about some football match. The whole article, however, was written in Italian. That's when Sally remembered Sculpata. I asked where the mirror had come from. Did it belong to her grandparents, a previous tenant, or did she buy it herself? I found it in the attic, she said. I took it down and painted it and hung it in my room. My father told us it belonged to the mother of the last tenant. Let's call her Maria. Maria loved to go traveling the world and had accumulated a lot of stuff from different places. She had asked her son, who was the previous tenant, if she could store some of her stuff in their attic, but she forgot to take some of it back. The mirror being one of those things. Mm -hmm. So basically what my sister and I concluded was that the mirror likely came from Italy and may have contained the spirit of an Italian man. Why? We're not sure. Perhaps the man had passed away in a room with the mirror in it uncovered, like many superstitions say, but since it broke, Allie, Allie, (laughs) Sally never had any more experiences with that ghost Um, for example it didn't follow her into our house so perhaps Mm -hmm. he was set free isn't that intense he was a pervert yeah that was crazy Italian man just fucking Mm -mm. Jesus Christ that that is interesting that it, there's a belief that you can have your soul trapped in the mirror if you die in the same room with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many people died in their deathbed and they had a mirror in their room. Oof. No, because no. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, okay, so spooky indeed. And there is the prevailing belief among paranormal enthusiasts that it's always best to get rid of any sort of mirrors uh, left behind by previous tenants precisely to keep this sort of thing from happening. Moving along, we come to a report from Supernatural Magazine with a witness who claims his experience happened at a haunted bed and breakfast in upstate New York that dates all the way back to 1845. There within this old building is apparently a mirror that is very active with paranormal phenomena. And the witness says of this mirror, the mirror in question here is an old Victorian style, which just happened to come from an old Victorian home just down the street from the hotel. The owners of the mirror had been having strange things happen. Odd lights would come in and out of the mirror and they would be, they would see unknown faces gazing back at them. No, no. Oh my God. That is so scary. What the fuck? Can you imagine looking in the mirror and you see someone else's face? Noticing? No, heck no. Uh -uh. (laughs) So growing more and more uncomfortable with these unusual sights, it was decided to take the mirror down the street and see if the owners of the hotel would like to give it a good home. That is dumb. They probably put it on the fucking curb mm-hmm. and the owners of the hotel got it. Or B&B. Oh, jeez. So they were delighted to be asked and graciously accepted the gift. The antique was donated to the hotel and was hung in a place of honor in what is known to be the most haunted room in the building. The beautiful Victorian antique was placed on the top of an old dresser, which was already in the room. It was decided they would just leave the mirror to its own devices and wait to see what, if anything, happened without mentioning it to their guest. It didn't take long before the mirror started to show signs of strange activity. Things began to happen, small at first with odd balls of light moving about the edges until over time, the energy began to increase and what appeared to be faces started to appear. So the witness decided to get some people together and try what he called mirror divination, which yeah. seems to entail some sort of scrying. So the hotel apparently had quite a few ghosts roaming about, including that of several children and a mobster. It was thought that at least a few of these ghosts might be using the mirror as a gateway to enter the hotel. So they arranged a ritual to try and contact through it, them through it. The witness says of this. During the night's investigation, it was suggested we try a session with the mirror. So a group of about six guests then proceeded to the haunted room to try our luck. (laughs) I just looked at her and she dropped it. To try our luck with the art of mirror divination. The first volunteers to step up had some success when the reflections seemed to change as their faces appeared to get older. No. Ew, 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 ew. After a few moments, after a few minutes, someone suggested, Willie, why don't you give it a try? I'm guessing this dude's name was Willie. (laughs) I had never tried anything like this before and immediately agreed to take my turn. What? Mm-hmm. Only a few minutes had passed before changes began to take place. 
the first thing to occur was that my hair, which was very long at the time, seemed to be getting shorter and my face began to transform into female features. As I stood motionless in front of the mirror with five witnesses seated on the bed to my left, the strange transformation proceeded. Over the next few minutes, the image of my reflection began the change from a 58-year-old man to that of a young teenage girl. Mm. Everyone in the room was fascinated with the strange image in the mirror as the young girl became more and more clear, but no one was prepared for what would happen next. Everyone was sitting quietly transfixed on the image while I stood motionless, staring straight into the mirror, not moving a muscle. Suddenly, the image of the young girl turned and looked straight at the people on the bed, and the mouth began to move as if trying to talk to them. Oh, my God. It was at this point that when some of the people began or became very uncomfortable and started to leave, this session then came to an end when the face disappeared. What the That is so scary. I'd be like, this bitch can see me. Mm -mm. That is so scary. You're looking directly at the mirror and the reflection acknowledges you. Oh, God. That is. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I picture like Courage the Cowardly Dog when all his like hair comes off and then all his skin comes off and then he's a skeleton and then he shrieks. (laughs) That's what I would do if. So here's our last story, which is exceptionally spooky. There are many cursed haunted mirrors said to exist, but perhaps none really compared to one mirror in particular, painted black, which was gone on to which has gone on to terrify hundreds of onlookers and paranormal investigators. One of the most terrifying tales of a supposed haunted mirror in modern times revolves around a type of mirror used for scrying. One form of scrying involves the use of what is called a black mirror, essentially a mirror which has had its surface coated with black paint to make it opaque, opaque, or a solid dark, a solid dark. (laughs) If one knows what they're doing, they can supposedly go into a trance and gaze into the black surface where Mm. spirits will appear to them and even communicate with them, similarly to a Ouija board. Mm. Um, It's considered by some to be a rather dangerous way to communicate or to contact the spirit world as the black mirror is said to act as, as sort of like a portal and there's very little one can do to control what comes in and out of it. Those who have used black mirrors have told of having migraines or other health issues, seeing demons, having potent nightmares and experiencing violent paranormal activity. And these objects are generally considered not to be for novices. Mm-hmm. It is one of these ominous black mirrors that one day came into the possession of the traveling museum of the paranormal and the occult. The story of how they acquired it is quite strange. According to Greg Newkirk, owner of the museum, they were approached one day by a woman he calls Sarah, whose mother had purchased the mirror at a scrying event at a convention for psychics. 
According to this woman, her mother had become obsessed with using the mirror at all hours, constantly in a trance, gazing within it, to the point where it became rather worrying. The woman asked to see the mirror and found that her mother had covered it and locked it away in the closet, calling it evil. Not knowing what to do with it, Sarah contacted Newkirk and offered to donate it to the museum in order to get it off her hands for good. Curious, the Newkirks put it into their collection and considered it was and considering it was surrounded by various other haunted or cursed objects, they didn't really think much of it. However, this particular object would prove to be far more than what they had bargained for. Mm. Things started to get weird when they put it on public display for the first time at a paranormal event. There where a visitor came forward wanting to try it out. According to Newkirk, they typically allow museum guests to touch or try out various objects on display at their own risk. And so they let the woman come and take a look. She allegedly took one look in the mirror and then slammed it down with a terrifying expression, <sighs> claiming that she had seen her. Oh my God. No claiming <laughs> that she had seen her own decomposing corpse staring back at her and leaving in a distraught state before she could be questioned any further. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Seeing yourself dead. Dude, seeing yourself like rotted after mm-hmm. you're like in a ca- Oh my god. That's so oh. creepy. Oh my god. Um so this put off almost anyone else from trying it out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the object started being called the dark mirror. For the rest of the event and then on. Some were brave enough to try it and had similarly uh, and had similar experiences with it. Telling of seeing all manners of horrific things within its frame. And so Newkirk decided it was best to stop allowing people to use it for the time being. Mm-hmm. So that he could figure out what was going on. Uh, but he himself refused to look into it as he was starting to suspect that this object was potentially very powerful and dangerous. Mm. But he would claim that he had the distinct feeling that it was drawing him to it, telling weird, or no, telling weak and weird. The mirror wasn't quite the same when we bought it, when we brought it home, or maybe I wasn't. After we had unpacked our collection and returned the items to their usual places, I began to notice myself staring off into space. And when snapped back to awareness, realizing that I'd been staring at the covered mirror the whole time, Mm. I'd started to feel a strong urge to gaze into the black glass. Maybe I was just subconsciously weirded out by the disturbing reports of those who had looked into it, but I couldn't shake the feeling that the mirror wanted me to use it. Mm. Whether it was my own mind playing tricks on me or not, I resisted. Have you ever felt objects like dr- drawing you in? Objects, yeah, but I usually take it as, oh, I'm meant to have this. <laughs> oh, like it found its way to you, or yeah, whatever. like attraction or whatever. Yes, not um, something scary. And I knew that one of the rules during Ouija boards, like activity, was don't have mirrors in the room, or if you do, cover them. Ooh. Because it's then it's like too strong of a connection yeah. having the Ouija board and the freaking mirror. Oh my yes. god! Yes. 
Uh, um, what else was I going to say? I even take, like I've mentioned this many times, I even would take my glasses off because any reflective surface. Yeah, with your leg, you know, it's even stuck in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Why is that reminding me of the, the demon, the demon possessed mattress on Courage a Cowardly Dog? Oh my God. That's the same shit. Like I'm in the dishpan. Rude. <laughs> Um, um, and you do you know about Zach Bagan's haunted mirror? Yes, I talk about it in this in in a little bit. Okay, I was because I was about to ask you: Would you look in the mirror that you just read about, and then also would you look into the mirror at his museum? I was about to make a Harry Potter reference. What what would you see if you looked into the mirror of your head? <laughs> Ooh, it's supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed to, ear said is desire backwards. So you're supposed oh. to see what you desire most in the mirror. Let's see. Harry you. Potter had one too. Yeah, it's because they're just like mystical tools. Yeah. Mm. Any part of, yeah, magic. So, okay. So the dark mirror was soon after put back on display and people were once again allowed to gaze into its inscrutable, inscrutable? Mm. inscrutable surface although they were warned against it and more reports of strange experiences with it began to pour in some people saw nothing at all others saw twisted shapes black masses or demonic figures yet others saw themselves but deformed withered distorted or dead and still others saw visions that were so horrifying that they incited panic attacks and the witnesses reeling away from the object as if they were filled with venomous spiders, including people that were at first highly skeptical. Some of these witnesses also described feeling a sort of electrical current flowing through them as they held the mirror and headaches, dizziness. And in one case, a woman who said that her mouth had filled with the taste of blood. We. Oh crazy. no. Animals also reportedly cannot go near it, with Newkirk's own cats staying well away from it and often staring at it with a look of confusion. And it seemed that every night the mirror would be covered only to be found with the veil removed every morning. Stop it. That cat was oh like, God. I got some business to take care of. Yeah, I know, right? Reach into the other I got side. got a mate on the other side that owes me 20 bucks. Right. So when Newkirk set up a camera uh, to aim at the mirror at night, the memory card was mysteriously erased every time. Mm -mm. I'm going to send you the picture of it because it doesn't look scary at all. Here we go. Ready? Yes. What happened? I said copy. Copy. <laughs> there we are. Oh, I was like, oh god, I hope I sent it. And that is Greg Newkirk. Oh, okay. Yeah, they pretty much made it look like a chalkboard. Yeah, right. So that's why everyone's like, this is dumb. And then they judge it and they're like, oh my god. Yeah, you can see. Imagine, yeah, you know it's black. Like, you look at it, you observe it, and then you start scrying and you see a freaking person show up. So these incidences with the mirror continued 
and seemed to get more intense as time went on. Paranormal investigators who came to look at it were made believers when they stared into it to see all manners of frightening things that incited everything from exclamatory profanity to visible terror. And it supposedly tends to freak out just about everyone who dares to look into it. To make it all worse, Newkirk has claimed that the mere presence of the mirror seems to magnify the properties of other haunted objects in their possession. And all of this was enough to make them decide to take the mirror uh, the mirror out of display and keep it tightly wrapped and locked away in a chest with a crucifix and rosary. Um, so what is going on with this dark mirror? Why does it have such intense activity around it? Greg Newkirk has given his own thoughts on the matter, saying, After coming into possession of the dark mirror and watching hundreds of people have their own terrifying experiences while using it, it's our belief that the piece isn't actually haunted, per se, but an object that seems to feed on human interaction, even fear. In the beginning, the dark mirror was just another object with an intriguing story behind it. But as we began to feed it a steady stream of freaked out experiences and haunted locations across the country, it became pretty easy to see that the mirror was affected by all the attention. It took Sarah's mother several weeks of regular individual scrying sessions for her interactions with the mirror to come to a head. But for three months, we've been feeding it a veritable all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> it's as if the dark mirror is acting as a kind of battery. After each event, the phenomenon that the mirror exhibits gets a little harder to ignore, leading me to believe that while allowing the brave and the curious gaze into the mirror, not to mention doing so in some of the world's most haunted places, we're charging it. In turn, it seems that the juice gets used not just by the dark mirror, but by other objects around it as well. Fuck! Mm -mm. So through all of this, Newkirk has refused to look in the mirror himself, and after seeing it locked away for some time, it has gone on the road once again for display, kept locked in its chest when not in use. Whether showing it again is a wise move or not remains to be seen, but there seems to be more than enough people willing to risk trying it out. What's going on with the dark mirror? How is it able to have so much power? Is it, as Newkirk believes, some sort of battery that feeds off of those who use it? Is it haunted or cursed? Or is it like the stories of other black mirrors go, some sort of portal to another spiritual realm, a gateway for forces beyond our understanding? Or is it all just the mind playing tricks, queued up for strangeness from all the spooky stories orbiting it? There's only one way to find out, and that is to take a look at it, into it yourself. So mm -hmm. such spooky tales and accounts are numerous. Oh, I thought there was a Zach Bangins one. Maybe it's... Oh, that was in the ranch one. Whoops, sorry. Um, we'll talk about it in a second. So such spooky tales and accounts are numerous, and there is so much bizarre paranormal phenomena blamed on mirrors that many paranormal investigators actually go about covering them or making sure that they're spiritually cleansed before proceeding. Considering the plethora of stories and the various pieces of myth and lore surrounding mirrors, it seems worth considering just why it might be. 
Is this because spirits are truly drawn to such objects and they're truly doorways to other places? Or is it merely tricks of the imagination and perception within these reflective surfaces? Why should there be so much lore and mystery surrounding mirrors? No matter what the answer may be, mirrors have and will probably always continue to conjure up stories of the weird and the paranormal. And it gives one something to think about the next time you're looking into one. You never mm. know what might be looking right back. Oy. Oy. Yeah. Um, so tell me about Zach Bagans. Um, I found an article on mentalfloss.com about his new show, Aftershock or something, some kind of show that they were doing. So let me just read from here because I I could explain it, but I don't want to butcher it. Um, so apparently the haunted mirror that he has in his museum was once owned by Bella Lugosi, the person who played Dracula uh, yes. in the black and white uh, movie. Mm-hmm. And Cindy Lee is the woman who gave Zach Bagans the mirror. It all started when a woman named Cindy Lee came to Bagans with a request. Would he take a mirror off her hands? At one point, the mirror had hung in a room in Hollywood Hills house that had belonged to her uncle, a lawyer and B-movie film producer who was tragically killed in a mob-style murder there in 1982 and whose death remains unsolved. Bella Lugosi, the actor best known for portraying Count Dracula in the classic 1931 film, had previously lived in the home. It's documented that her uncle, Frank Seletri, lived in Bella Lugosi's house where this mirror hung on the wall. Cindy believed that the mirror absorbed part of the bad energy from witnessing the murder. When you talk about mirrors and how they're affiliated with the paranormal, you immediately go to something called scrying. Mm -hmm. Lugosi was apparently obsessed with this ancient means of clairvoyance, which is the practice of looking into an inanimate object with a reflective surface like a mirror or a crystal ball to conjure messages from spirits. Bagans mentioned that Nostradamus... uh, Oh my gosh, where did it go? Was fond of scrying and allegedly predicted his own death using the practice. As for Lugosi, Bagan said, a lot of people talk about how he may have been involved in the occult. Deadly possession. After Lee came into the possession of the mirror following her uncle's death, things started to get scary. When it went into her house, her daughter immediately began being severely affected, Bagan says. She says that she began feeling bites on her neck when she would look into it and would see a dark entity inside of the mirror. According to Lee, according to Lee, her other daughter would also have terrible nightmares of being attacked by the same dark entity and would wake up with dark scratches all over her body. The psychological and allegedly physical toll on Lee and her family was too much, so she contacted Bagans. She brought it into my museum. She was desperate to get rid of it, Bagans said. She didn't want to sell it. She didn't want to throw it away. That's how a lot of these items end up at my museum. People don't want to dispose dispose of it because they feel they could have a kind of retaliation from the entities. All of that was enough for me to put it on display in the museum, though he admits that he always approaches items like the mirror Lee brought him with a healthy dose of skepticism. The research part of it ranges. He says, people give you a little bit of information. They tell you what happened or write a letter and that's it. Yet the television personality is quick to point out that it's no less real when people reach out to him with, he said, she said, stories of paranormal experiences they can't quite comprehend. These stories that are being told to me are very real. People are telling me their loved ones were seriously affected and in some cases they even died in relation to these items. So I take it seriously. Bagans also mentioned his own firsthand experience with the mirror once it was part of the museum's collection, pointing to a 2017 episode of Ghost Adventures. There was a ball of light that appeared on the opposite wall of the mirror, traveled across the room, and went inside of the mirror. He said, that was probably the most compelling evidence because it's visual. You can actually see something for yourself. It's that feeling of incomprehensible firsthand experience that got Bagans interested in experimenting with a scripted series. Um, 
so yeah, anyways, that was from 2021 and that mirror is still in there and it's part of the very beginning of the tour and he'll have everybody line up and, uh, or, you know, not him exactly, but the tour guide will have you line up and whoever wants to look in the mirror can look in the mirror. Oh, and you looked in it, right? Yes. All three times. And nothing? Mm-mm. I, I feel like you'd have to be like alone with it to really focus, but you're in line and you don't want to take too long because, you know. You're shy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just want to peek in. It's like, I don't want people to know that I really believe in this. <laughs> that I'm trying. Um, okay, speaking of seeing things that may or may not be real, tell me you've been seeing the TikToks of that woman freaking out on the plane. Oh, my God. I was going to talk about it. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't... I think... Um, apparently, people are using two pieces of footage that are not even from the same incident of course so there's two recordings that i've seen of her or two videos of that i've seen of her one is at the very beginning before she like screams that she's getting off and that she didn't give a shit if anyone believed her or not yeah uh, but the one before that like the video before that her freaking out like that she's quietly talking to the stewardess and she's like you need to stop the plane oh yeah well yeah she was trying not to maybe freak and out and then she <laughs> they don't want to stop it for her they, they don't want to they left the terminal and they were on the tarmac or whatever yeah and they're and like then she starts you know, freaking just get back to your out. seat and then she starts yeah freaking. yeah but uh, there's a lady that's because i wanted to talk about it and then i was like I feel like mm -hmm. it's just some drunk lady. <laughs> I mean, it could be she. I mean, okay. Here's the deal. This is just for fun, guys, and this is not to be um, to like make fun of anybody in distress or anything like that. It could be like a mental health situation, so that's not funny or for entertainment purposes. But yeah. the conspiracy theories, like it takes it takes like a few handful of views for people to start freaking flying off the handle. So like I take it with a grain of salt, but at the same time I was reading through the comments and one of the comments really stood out to me that their theory is maybe they were trying to use AI stewardesses or flight attendants. And she realized it was an AI and she freaked out. What? Could you imagine if you like it's it looks like a person, but it's not a real person and you don't and you notice it and nobody else is noticing it. That is you. That's some like iRobot shit. Yeah. Well, other people were saying she was being racist, not talking about Oh yeah. There was an African-American man sitting back there that until I realized that she was talking about the, or, you know, cause other people pointed out, she was just talking about the flight attendant and not the passenger. That's when I started paying attention to the flight attendants, but it could have been that she was just not trying to sit next to him or something. Yeah. Well, there's a video that I saw of a lady who, who says she was on that flight mm -hmm. and um, she said that, she had seen that lady before they got on and that lady had drank like a lot or whatever. Jeez. And that she was. We've all been there. Trash. She pulled <laughs> up. Um, bridesmaids. There's a colonial woman on the. Yes. <laughs> She's churning butter. <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it was a real, like, and then a lot of people were saying, she was on drugs, like she was just tripping, and I mean that could be the best case scenario. But 
the possibilities is what freak it's freaky it's freaky for sure the reptilian part is also what has everybody yeah but that part they they blinked sideways they blink sideways the other video that everyone's showing is the stewardesses coming and being like where's her bag she needs to get her bag or whatever because we're loading her back on the plane but that video is not even from the same incident apparently yeah oh okay i don't Hmm. I yeah yeah I don't buy it either like I know people can put cut things to make make them look right so So. you and then in that video is where like uh, people are like oh well the guy right underneath where her bag was has -hmm. to be where she's sitting and look at that guy with the hood and can you imagine being Mm -hmm. that guy and you're like Like, damn what I'm just trying to get somewhere like everybody else yeah Um, like but you you're the wrong person to ask but other people were saying in the comments, I would have gotten off. So would you have gotten off the plane if she if somebody started freaking Honestly, out? Honestly, I'm gonna die. We're all gonna die. I wouldn't have been on that plane to begin with. Final if somebody said we're all gonna die, yeah, I'm getting off. One get Fuck. flight 180, no, thank you. To speak, yeah, for real to speak that into the freaking universe. Yeah, like no, that. no, thank you. I'm not taking my chances. I, just, I, I will cancel this entire vacation. Oh god. And that is but the way I'm she words it is Right, but I mean, the way she worded it was really scary, though. Yeah, it was because that she, motherfucker is not real. Like, oh my, ah, I would have mean? chills instantly. Yeah, honestly, because what do you mean not real? I would have like, tried to calm her down you and mean? been like, "Ma'am, what are you talking?" I would have asked her. I need your help because <laughs> I want to. I want to see what you're seeing. So yeah, be like, "Ma'am, what are you seeing? Like, what are you talking about? What man?" it'll there'll be an update there's gonna be an update it's just stupid because if it is like a real conspiracy it's gonna just get covered up and it's like woman was having a mental breakdown last week during blah 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 and she has been discovered and that was at the beginning of june wasn't it and then people were yeah no i feel like that was like within the last two weeks it's just been circulating oh i thought it was i don't know when you're right i don't know it could be an old video that's just freaking surfacing now yeah i was like why are people Um, but people were uh, people in the comments too are like talking about yeah they kept the flight they changed out the flight attendants and the plane because of her freaking out like that and they probably had to go question the flight attendants over what she saw and what if they saw it too and i was like oh my god this is making it even creepier yeah (laughs) and then the there's gonna be a freaking report that's like a woman found dead that freaked out on plane oh stop death unsolved i'm not trying to i better stop no no ill will towards her guys not i'm not trying to i I hope that does not happen but that would be fucking that would really make the conspiracy theorists think yeah (laughs) um in other news since we're doing the tiktok what's going around rudy farius have you fucking what the hell a texas man reported missing as a teen eight years ago has been at home with his mom all along that lady is fucked up that's mean, right? He ran away. Okay, yeah. I've been... Okay, let me just read from CNN. A Texas man reported missing eight years ago as a teen actually returned home a day later and has been there all along with his mother, who deceived police by giving fake names and insisting he was gone in the years before his discovery last week at a Houston church, city police said Thursday. Rudolph Rudy Farius, 
25, returned home March 8, 2015. One day after he was reported missing, Lieutenant Christopher Zamora said in news conference, while Houston officers had interacted since then with Farias and his mother, both provided fake names and dates of birth, misleading officers. His mother continued to deceive police by remaining adamant that Rudy was still missing. Farias is now back at home with his mother, police said Thursday. Um, CNN reached out to his mother for comment. The district attorney has declined any charges at this time for making fictitious reports and failure to ID. ID. Mm. Um, the investigation is active and there are new new leads coming in. We'll continue to follow those leads. Um, Thursday's update by Houston police comes a week after authorities said Farias was found sleeping in front of an East Houston church uh, and more than eight years after the purportedly he purportedly went missing on March 6, 2015. According to a flyer from the Texas Center for the Missing, the then 17-year-old vanished while walking his two dogs in northwest Houston. Um, after investigators talked with him yesterday, it was discovered that Rudy returned home the following day, um, but his mother, Janie, continued to deceive police by remaining adamant that he was missing. There was the, even a billboard. Like, I can't. Yeah. And neighbors had reported seeing him around there. And then years went by and she let him, I think, like go out more because he looked different. So oh, that's so sad. Samora suggested police were skeptical that Farias was in fact missing. Over the years, investigators pursued various leads and tips and collected evidence proving that Rudy was not missing during the eight-year period. At times, other people saw Farias, but Santana alleged, alleged her nephew was the person friends and family were seeing coming and going. However, we disputed that. Samora added, ask Asked about whether Farias might face charges, Amora confirmed it was against the law to give officers a fake name when detained, under arrest, or making a police report, and that Farias himself did so in at least one instance. Mm -hmm. He was scared. He had to lie. It was his mom. Yeah. At this time, though, the district attorney has declined to accept charges on that until our entire investigation has been com complete. Farias is with his mother by choice. <sighs> Okay, we'll discuss. Noting he is 25 years old, uh, police have reached out to Adult Protective Services and connected Farias with the police department's victim services. Okay, good. Nearly 30, 360,000 reports of missing children were made by the FBI in 2022, a figure that may include duplicates, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Mm -hmm. So she told him to stay hidden and not tell anybody that he was back or whatever. And apparently there, there was like some sexual abuse going on and um, stuff is still coming out, but it's just a very sad and mean, and he probably has Stockholm syndrome. That's why he's there with her. Yeah. By choice. Mm -hmm. It's upsetting. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what has been on my mind recently is this weird, weird news. Cause then he was found and I was like, Oh my God, no way. Eight years missing. And then more stuff came out, and I was like, what? And then more stuff came out, and I was like, what? Yeah, it got nuts. <sighs> I can't believe her. She needs to get in trouble. And I hope he doesn't get in trouble for giving a false ID because, hello, he's just doing what he's told. He was all marked up and stuff, so she was yeah. really abusing him. I can't believe him. she sent the pictures to the news <sighs> of mm -hmm. him in the hospital. He was found. Yes. Yeah. Like as if that was going to cover her ass. She didn't think people were going to ask questions about the last eight years. Yeah. Goodness me. Everybody's like Netflix and Lifetime. Y'all get a hold of this story. Mm -hmm. And they sure will. Um, anyhow, that's our, our conspiracy corner and true crime corner of TikTok in recent news. And that episode was creepy and very cool. So thanks to Daniela for that. Thank you. Um, Next week, we will be back with something else. So 
Don't forget to give us a follow over on Instagram and on Twitter, G-I-M-M-E, The Creeps, and uh, join our Facebook group. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for all your support. Thanks for listening. See you next week. So did we give you the creeps?